1: Of Christmas. You are listening to Garden Talk. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahadey, shaking his head, and George Alman. Are you shaking your head?
2: I was, but you're you're laughing to yourself over there. You've got a, I was a big laughing. smile.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. Um, I was laughing to myself because just as we're getting ready to go on the air, I look over and. Mark's using his sleeve to wipe up the water. I'm guessing he spilled over there.
3: No, I didn't spill it. I think I might have. You were a...
1: wiping up the water. You didn't spill. <laughs> well, there was water there. You're right, but I'm not. I so, think my bottle leaks. Okay. Well, that's what I. That's what he okay, was wrong. looking up at the bottle. It looked like got he was it, looking for a leak, and then he started wiping the.
2: I thought you were just genuinely happy to be well, here. I am happy to be okay. here.
1: Good morning, everybody. Are you? Aren't you guys happy to I be am here? I'm very
2: happy to be here. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. The day after the weirdest Christmas I've ever experienced? It was well,
2: weird, but it was good. It was good? It was very good, yes. Yeah, it was good. Well, Different.
3: Good and strange.
1: You know, not being able to be with family during Christmas helps me to appreciate family, which is something probably isn't a bad thing. No, it's not. Nope. So.
2: It's a good thing, yeah. Lots of folks did it via Zoom, I presume, or other, you know, video messaging yeah, apps. Yeah, my folks
1: didn't do it via Zoom. Okay. And I, I went over there and just I kept my the, mask. Yeah, it was door. like I was sticking it under yeah. the jail cell door. Yeah, And I, <laughs> and I and wanted to turn stay back to so yeah. that they couldn't. <clears throat> what are the monk? Never mind. Um, let's talk weather real quick. Somebody has to be me and talk. Oh, I didn't say. Ken. Ken's sleeping in. He's just yeah. take, taking the, taking day, the day, off. day off. Everything's good. And uh, it's good to be back. We were off for a little while. Yes, we were. But everybody's. Healthy and happy. As and far safe. as I know. Okay, so who wants to talk uh, about the beautiful, clear mornings? Morning. Well, it's
2: gorgeous. Did you see the the Christmas star the other night? You know, I
1: did. I didn't. I was going to get out.
3: I was actually going to get up and go look, but uh, I fell asleep. Wait, wait a
2: minute. It was in the it was in the evening. It Shh, was don't, d- don't, at don't, sunset. Don't, 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 just at, it was like George. an hour after sunset.
1: Oh, George. I know. I was watching a football game. Oh, and you fell. So it wasn't a good game, apparently. George. Hmm. Kindly, don't cloud the issue with okay. facts.
2: And, uh, we went out in the evening, just after sunset, and it was it was incredible. It was you, know, you had when you first glanced at it. I it saw was a street light, to and tell. I thought
3: that's what it was. So that's how. And it was I awesome, am. wasn't yeah, it? it was Brightest beautiful. you've ever
1: seen. Yeah. Okay, just leave it.
2: binoculars help separate the two planets. It was very nice.
1: I was at my neighbor's house through the spotter scope, and it looks really. It is amazing to me that we can sit out in our yards and actually see. That portion of the diorama and have the string not show up on the other side of the of the. They have the scope. light just right. Yeah.
2: If, if you put yeah. the lights right, you can't see the. And yep.
1: Saturn slightly turns so you can see the rings. It and, was yeah.
2: It, a couple people had some really good um, photos of it with it, some telescopic lenses that you could see the the um, the rings as you mentioned. It was gorgeous. But that said, the clear mornings. But we're supposed to get some rain here starting I tomorrow, right?
1: The clouds are going to start well tomorrow night, or I think yeah. Sunday. I think well, it's going to be tomorrow. more. Yeah, yeah towards Monday is. morning. Monday morning. Yeah. Yes. I think it'll be in the latter half of Sunday night.
2: Well we, we started talking about that. If it's gonna rain, what what's your position on fertilizing this time of year?
1: I I say go for it. Well Mark lives in a frost free area. Uh, yeah, exactly. Most typically, yes. yes. And that's the that's the issue. So it depends.
2: Right. Okay. You know what I,
1: my kind of go to criteria is? If you actually do it. Well, well, if I have the fertilizer, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. And I do live in an area where there could be frost, and one of the trees that I would go feed would be my avocado, which would be one that I wouldn't want to feed because it would be susceptible. However, comma, um, it depends on when the last time was I fed. And I know how often I should be feeding my trees, but I don't always do it on time, especially when we don't have rain. So I haven't fed for a long time, so I will go out. I will. Not maybe. Not it's I wish I may, definitive. I wish I might. Yeah. I'm going to feed.
2: So if I speak with you tomorrow night or Monday and say, David, did you get the fertilization done? With a it high degree of accuracy, done. it will be done. I tell you done. what.
1: I tell you what. One week from today. I
2: will query you on the air.
1: I think that's fair. Okay. Okay? And I think it's legal. I'm not sure.
2: I, I, I'm not sure if I, I'm going to, going to. We fertilized everything in, in early November. So I think I'm going to wait I till didn't. late, late till jan- late I January. I, I, I wish we had more rain. When we had that that one rain storm or yeah. event, we went out and fertilized a lot.
1: Um, on the shelf a couple of weeks ago, we had a broken bag of Grow Power Flower and Bloom, the 50 pound bag, and Chuck had marked it down to half price. Nobody consulted, and I was totally fine with it. So you purchased? You it. It. I <laughs> purchased it. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> so I purchased it. And uh, it is sitting right outside my garage waiting for tomorrow to come.
2: That's a 31212. 12. What are you going to use 3, that 12, for?
1: 12. I'm going to put it on uh, my citrus and the avocado. Okay. I wouldn't feed any of the deciduous trees. Anything that's sleeping right now doesn't need it. Right. But trees that are awake, citrus, other fruits, um, you know, I'm going to, I might even throw some on my guavas.
2: I, I normally wait to, uh, because of frost. For those kind of plants till about January latter part of January to you start know,
1: feeding they always say you feed your plants, it can encourage new growth, and that's going to be most sensitive to frost, but most of the plants are kind of weather and climate directed towards their growth, and I don't think throwing some three twelve twelve is going to cause my avocado that normally no. puts out new growth in February right. to start putting out growth in December or I don't late think so December. I, 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 unless I the weather we'll, you. unless
2: you know we get some big Streak of warm, warm weather, I which know, we yeah. will have. Yeah. I
1: guarantee you, we will have that. Yeah. Now, what do you say? Well, then you might push some Big growth. Boy, huh? You
2: might push some growth that could be susceptible to frost damage.
1: All right. but, True. I, I, but, but, but I don't know
2: if you do. I mean, yeah, I've, I've I done do it. it. I, you know, I, mean, I, I, the... I feed randomly. I don't have a s- typical schedule. I... Uh, I do like to make sure I have a, enough food in January because that's as we get into the, start moving into the longer days, warmer weather, more rain. You
1: store store up on food I like squirrels up, yeah. and nuts. Uh, yeah, it's for like, the longer. Like oh, older the days and are fatter. getting longer. They are. You know, I had We a, didn't get to talk about that last it, week. Just yeah. real quickly, the days are getting longer, but as they were getting shorter, the weekend before, like Friday, I was visiting my mom, and she's told me, I know this is strange, but I'm looking in the newspaper, and every day it shows that the days are getting longer. And I, I said, Mom, the shortest day of the year is Monday. I know, but the paper says it's getting long, they're getting longer. And I said, well, the days are getting shorter, regardless of what it says in the paper. W- was I wrong? I mean, I know I was wrong to say that to my mother.
2: <laughs> what, but, what, what, what was she reading? Was she reading the well, number of if hours recall, or just the time that the sun was setting or something?
1: Back in the day when I would get the UT it would have the, the sunrise-sunset. So right. something must in that either said that the days were getting longer and they weren't, or she misread it. I don't know which. Right. I just assumed that the newspaper was wrong because I figured that would be better. I said, are they getting longer now? And yes. But yeah, we, they were getting shorter, right, George? They, if, they were. We, we because we were looking, what was Monday?
2: The winter solstice, which I was looking forward to, not because I'm a winter solstice guy or I, I you know, put on some kind of – Kate. Cloak yeah. and something and run around Stonehenge. It's because I love the fact that the next day the days start getting longer, albeit seconds, but nonetheless they start getting longer. We had a lady call once and said when, after we talked about it, and she said, "I'm glad that you wait, guys wait. talked Before about you, that."
1: Yeah, as we were saying, you were weird to be kind of well, focusing I'm, on. I'm that. very weird. And then we had somebody.
2: Yeah, we had we had a, a, a radio listener call in and say, "I'm glad." I'm not the only person that does that, that tracks it down so they can look forward to it climbing the other way and getting more
1: daylight. You know, this close to Christmas I shouldn't be stomping on that that little piece of joy that you have. But just <laughs> because you find somebody that agrees with you that, doesn't make you not weird. That, just so true. you know.
2: That, there there are a couple weird people out there. I know. We're a small but proud group. <laughs> that's a good
1: that's good. Well, welcome to the beginnings of the longer days of the year isn't that exciting it actually is all right should we talk roses for a minute as you wish well we could still talk nothing oh we could talk fertilization and rain oh we should talk about the rain we should talk about the rain so we're expecting coastally i think between a third and three quarters of an inch of rain that was as of this morning which is a good it's a good good, decent amount of rain and that should take care of watering in fertilizer if you choose to do it, and it also should take care of watering any established in-ground plants. So any plants that have been in the ground for more than uh, one summer should not need any water for at least a week after this rain if it does come to fruition. However,
2: However, if it's newly planted or if it's in a pot, particularly in a pot, you're going to have to water that more frequently.
1: Absolutely. Especially if the weather warms up again. Yeah, and I think it probably is yeah. supposed to, yeah. but because as I said when we were talking about fertilization, I guarantee you we're going to have some more weather.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Speaking- and I,
2: you know, I do, do. We were talking about with the weather. I, I do do my anything in a pot. I water. I mean, you do I do. I do do. I do fertilize those plants in pots far more frequently than anything in the ground. And we talk about the reasons why because you depleted it every time you water, you lose a little bit out the bottom. But even in the winter, I'll fertilize my the few citrus I have in pots.
1: Do you know what you need to make life easier for your feeding your pots?
2: Grote Power tablets, planting tablets. Yeah.
1: Do you? Either of you use those?
2: I use them on uh, my staghorns, symbidiums.
1: I haven't yeah. used them lately, but yes, I bought the box of approximately twelve. approximately twelve hundred and fifty tablets. Yeah. It's only like a little hundreds. over a hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. And for containers, it's great. Yeah, it says once a year. I do it two or three times a year. Well, when I first got the box, I was doing it two or three times a year. This I, last year, I may have done it once.
2: I did a cymbidium uh, when Walter taught the cymbidium class up in Poway. He, he gave me one at the end, and, and he said, "Make sure you feed that with the tablets."
1: Did he take you out back to the staghorn remounting table and give you a couple? Or no, did make I, you I buy I, them.
2: No, I had them. But but no. but, but what I was going to say was, you know, as you said, the, the package says twelve month feeding. Walter said, "Feed it every three months." So he's a fan of those tablets as well.
1: Yeah, he yes. makes sure that we remember to feed the staghorns, staghorns. more yeah. than once a year.
2: Yeah, I, and I, like, I mean, my staghorn's thriving, and and I put a couple in there every three, four months, and they look
1: great. I I love those tablets. They are such a they're time e- saver. They're easy. Yeah, they're, yeah. incredibly they're easy. easy. Yeah, exactly. Because I, like you, yeah, and Mark,
2: are well, lazy gardeners. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I want the most with the absolute least amount of effort,
2: right yeah. I, which agreed
1: would you like to come over and do some work for me, either of you, or both of you? No Tom,
2: I appreciate it, but no,
1: no, no, thank you no nope. actually, nope. I
2: would help you if you ever needed anything, I'd be happy to come over I and help. appreciate that
1: I'm good i uh did a little bit of watering yesterday. I was over visiting my neighbors yesterday, um and their peas were wilting, and they had just been watered, and I wasn't sure if they had gotten too dry before the watering it was just it was hot yesterday and they were getting the morning sun, and the, the tops were, were wilting a little bit.
3: We it, was, ta- it was a
1: beautiful day yesterday. I didn't it realize it was going to so, so nice. I, 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 I took advantage of
2: that. You know, I'm originally from back east, so I took advantage. I'm originally from New York, so I talk like this. But um, I took advantage of that sunshine to send uh, Warm weather greetings to all my friends who are in the snow and cold back east.
1: (laughs) You are not nice. Yeah, my daughter had to delay her travel from Boston to North Carolina for a day or two because of snow.
2: Yeah, what's (laughs) that?
1: See, I I might leave tomorrow, but it just depends on how much snow we get tonight. Which I appreciate that she waited the extra day instead of trying to to drive beforehand. Then I had to warn her about black ice, which I've never dealt with, and Uh. she sure has, but I... You know, I was a, the dad. And dad he's stuff, like, right? yeah. Just, yeah. That's the she right was thing fine. to do. Yep. They got there. Everybody's happy, healthy, and we're good to go. If you would like to participate and give us a call, the phone number here is 888 344 1170. You are listening to KCBQ, AM and FM, and K Praise. We'll be back right after this.
0: Got to the
3: garden party, they all knew my name, but no one recognized me, I didn't look
1: the same, but it's all right now. Little Ricky Nelson. I my lesson. Welcome back to Garden Talk. You are listening to David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is taking the day off and sleeping in, which is good for him. You know, if you listen to the first quarter hour, you know that this weekend, because of the upcoming rain that may or may not arrive, that it's a good time to either feed or not feed and to water or not water. So <laughs> so we've we been took, incredibly helpful. We've been really helpful to all of you listening out there. If you have any other important questions, give us a call at 888-344-1170 and we will give you both both, both sides both of the side. issue to help you get through the day. Well, you
2: know, at the end of the day, then you can say... Here are some options for you, and you can make the adult decision based on your needs in your garden.
1: Well, I would submit to you that every day they can ultimately make the decision to do or not do anything. Anything. Correct. So we've been helpful. In some so, ways. You know, the shortest day of the year has passed, which brings us to the winter, maybe beginning of the winter pruning season, a rose season, you know, the Darkest days do bring the brightest flowers, do they not?
2: Oh, very profound. They How do. How was that? I, I, is that? I actually pruned all my roses. Did you? A couple weeks yeah, two weeks ago. So 10, you listened eight.
1: to Ken and not to me. Oh, no, or, the pruning correct.
2: part, I listened to me. The feeding yeah. part, I listened to us <laughs> and not to Ken on the feeding part.
1: Okay. So, yeah. so you couldn't make a decision. And st- you couldn't stick to one protocol no, I, no, or the other. No, no, I'm very flexible. A little bit of A and B. Yeah. So... I get excited this time of the year because I As love I. the roses. Even though my hand gets a little annoyed this time of the year, um, your,
3: your arthritis kicks in, huh?
1: Well, you know what I've—I—I I did halfway through both of my last two pruning sessions is I went back inside and took a couple of Motrin. Yeah, it. Oh well, but um, is that
2: an age thing? Because I'm just curious. I, I, regular. Yeah. Regular. Um.
1: I I don't know. That probably is an age thing, or it could be just on your five hundred thousandth rose. Your hand starts to okay, to it's rebel to ache a little, little bit. bit. But okay. so we get in thousands of roses. They come in in boxes, literally bare root, in bags of plastic, and and each of those roses gets individually pruned and potted and put out for for display and sale. And I think both stores, uh, we are. Somewhere around probably 85 90% of the roses have been pruned and processed and put out. There's still a few boxes to go at each store, which should get finished at both stores, I would think, today or tomorrow for sure. So they'd all be out. All the tree roses are out, and the roses look good this year. They had a good growing season up in the Central Valley, and they are beefy canes, which of course makes (laughs) it it harder to prune. prune. It's impressive how
2: quickly the the shelf for lack of a better term you know the shelves get stocked out there with the roses as the team in the back prune them put them in pots and then deliver them to the to the appropriate spots it goes quickly it, and and it fills
1: you dedicate the the resources to it and everybody gets Knows together and works together yeah. and it it does it flows pretty pretty quickly i mean we can do Thousands 500 to 1000 roses a day it's a, a 500 but it's 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 an impressive uh performance, I guess. It's very well orchestrated. We bring in a premium potting soil from SunGrow, a peat moss-based soil that the roses just love. Mm -hmm. And do you remember back when I first started at Walter Anderson Nursery, I think I used to come into work in like a horse and carriage. I'm not sure exactly, but we used to get soil from... Wasn't it Dave Nelson down in South Bay? Yeah. A special mix with fur bark and sand, and and they would bring a trailer, a tractor and a trailer, and just dump it in the back of the nursery. And we used to just shovel from that soil pile straight in. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. We had to clear out... We had to make room for the big tra- trailer and truck to get down there. I think this is a even better soil than that, which was a pretty good material. But they will... Grow and thrive in the five-gallon pots that they're they're put in, and they will bloom in those probably what March the I, first I, roses I, That's especially? what I tell folks. That, you yeah, know, you like
2: we watch them as we watch them start leafing out here. It's in, it's impressive from what they are today. When you guys you know the team which put, are sticks, which are sticks that in in another ten days, twelve days, they are going to see some buds starting to open up on on the leaves, and then by March we're going to have flowers.
1: They're going to they're going to be in full bloom, and, and this I, is the time of the year to get the best selection of the best quality roses at the best prices you get the 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 best of the best and you'll find varieties right now there's probably somewhere between 100 and 200 varieties of roses out there something for everybody and i don't know if you saw the short tree roses we got the 18 and 24s you know they make a really nice plant they do and and shorter and a just a different level in the garden than the typical bush rose or the The typical tree rose yeah
2: now i know you have roses Mark, do you have any roses?
3: Actually, yeah, my mom had yeah, about, about eight roses. Yeah. Are
2: are yeah. are you are there any that you saw out there that you're interested in picking up this year?
1: I saw quite a few. Yeah. And partially because... You're them. Well, no, the roses that I have are in an area where the automatic sprinkler may not be functioning. Oh. And uh, they had a long, dry summer, and they don't <laughs> like it. And they don't look as good as they yeah. should. And I should not replace them, because for that reason, for that reason. So we'll, or we'll see. Or put some irrigation over there. Well, I need yeah. to just, yeah.
3: I was thinking about getting potting some roses and putting them around. I mean, I have like six or eight of them, I guess, in the ground.
2: Um, those those that I pruned a couple of weeks ago are leafing out like crazy already. You know, in two weeks. But I, I'm still I'm. I'm looking at some of the new ones that we have gotten in, and there's, some there's spectac- always room. There's always more. room, and there's all- and I'm not. I mean, I you know I like edible landscaping, but yes. the roses. Well, there's you, something about roses.
1: Well, you can use the rose hips.
2: I have used the rose hips. Make rose hip tea, and I've put the rose petals in salads or throw them as a garnish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's an old saying from my pueblo. And that is life's too short to grow crummy roses. So if you do have an underperforming rose, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of yeah, it and that's... put in a nice one, because you will have blooms by March or April, and there's just no reason to not have them unless you want to put, you know, fruit trees in instead. And then we can have the discussion, or both, or both. both. Yeah. That's true. I, I like both. both. Yeah. Um, the last couple of times we've talked about roses, there was a significant amount of doubt as to whether or not the David Austin Roses were going to come in, which we now have confirmation David Austin Roses are coming in. And there's going to be a dozen varieties. They're in limited supply. They have limited the number of retailers that they're selling to this year. And we are fortunately one of them. So we will be getting them in mid to late January. But I was excited that we were confirmed finally. And George, you had a question about that, didn't you? Well, I
2: I thought we should my my question is why are David Austin roses so sought after or so special compared to some of the other roses? What They're makes special. them special?
1: And so, what did you? Well, did I was going
2: to s- ask you first as a as a someone who's, as a rose, rose guy. Rose you are the rose Arian. authority for us. What what, what for in your
1: opinion? Do you remember out in the parking lot when I said, "Have you done your homework, George?" Oh, I have. I, I know. Okay. Yeah. The reason I said, "George, have you done your homework?" is because I was expecting you to answer it because ah. I have not done my homework.
2: Okay. Well, his name is David Charles Henshaw Austin, is a a British gentleman who passed away about two years ago. I think we talked about it when he passed away. because It was a a big event in the the gardening world. Um, And he, as a young man, became interested in roses. His sister gave him a book on his 21st birthday on roses, and that really sparked his interest. And he started trying to develop roses that were both – The character and fragrance of the old style garden roses,
1: and that he has done, and he
2: has succeeded. Uh, His first introduction was in 1961, and then he—that
1: was my first introduction, (laughs) was it? Yes, I was Uh, introduced. Apparently, that that was a
2: good year. I'm a little older, Uh so you know. Yeah, you're old. I'm an Eisenhower baby, Um, but so he and his and and the other emphasis that he was trying to get was the the the, uh, repeat flowering ability, and he really became very successful with that. So his blooms are. Prolific, and, they're and they're,
1: they are the old-fashioned roses. They're most of them are very fragrant. Many of them are large-growing, which means you need a, a certain situation for them. They they many of them will fill the space of a climbing rose, but they are spectacular when they're in bloom. Yeah,
3: they really are. They are, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. My 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 son uh, bought one for his girlfriend. Her name's Olivia. He bought the Olivia David Austin rose, and and the the flower on it is spectacular.
1: You know, yeah. one of the varieties we're getting this year. What what was the one that it's wisely? But every time I read it and see it, I ah. see I still see Wilsey. Right, it's wisely, and I want to get him one because it's Wilsey. Close. But it's, it's close. It, yeah. yeah, but it really is not at all, is it? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, where is there a very nice place where you could visit David Austin roses in a but, public setting?
3: Is it Barona or? It's Barona. Yeah,
1: the Rose Garden at Barona. Yeah, I that,
3: don't typically visit the Rose Garden,
1: but. You've driven past the Rose Garden yes, a few yeah, times. Yes,
2: yes, I'm going this year. I, I'd been up there for
3: to a the Rose base,
1: Garden. I was up the there for a,
2: No, I've never been to the casino, but I've been there for a baseball tournament with my son. They played that's, on those fields.
1: That's funny because Mark's never been to the Rose Garden or the baseball fields, but he's been, been to the, the casino. Well, I
2: plan. We plan on going to the Rose Garden this year. Okay, uh, if if we're allowed, you know,
1: as we a, will be allowed. Yeah. I got. I, I have friends up well, there, I, and I know David. David takes yeah, care David of the roses. David and I roses. taught the rose class when he, he does, came down
2: to the Poway store. He
1: does an excellent job out there. Yep, and uh, yeah. he's he's there every, every time I've been up there driving through. He's out there working, and, and when you're out there and it's the sun's out and you are visiting the rose gardens, he's going to come up and offer you a bottle of water. It, it, it's a neat it's a neat escape. It's quiet and it's beautiful up there. All right. So that's what makes David Austin Roses special. We're expecting them mid to late January. And again, they are in very limited supply.
2: Very high demand, too. High demand. We have customers daily that either call or or pop up to, to the counter asking if we're getting them and when.
1: Well, they have a worldwide audience, and that's where the majority of the Roses, I guess, have gone. And they have certain growers that they sell to that sell their roses potted and blooming later in the season. And that's where they've dedicated their energies and focused their energies and decided that the retailers just aren't worth the time, except for
2: for Walter Anderson. Walter
1: Anderson Nursery in the lovely San Diego and Poway, California. Absolutely. If you want to give us a call and have questions about roses or anything else, garden the phone numbers are our phone number is 888-344-1170 888-344-1170. Um, you know, at the intro, I keep forgetting to do it. The, the music in the background of the intro, you hear that impact sprinkler going off. Do you recognize that and listen to it? Yes. Uh, kids these days aren't going to recognize that sound. It, there aren't very many impact sprinklers around because they're bad, because they, they, they're they, inefficient. They, yeah, they inefficient, waste water. Yes. Yeah. I'm taking it from the looks on both of your faces that that didn't enter your minds at all. <laughs> that they're bad? No. That No, that, that you didn't even think about people not recognizing what the sound is. That was a it, typical, a traditional sound yeah, for us to grow up exactly.
2: to. Exactly. It's so common for me. I didn't think that someone might not
1: know it. Most people would not know it in, at this point. Uh. Okay. I'll
3: talk to management about switching the sprinkler. No, I don't down. want
1: you to. I don't want it switched. out. I think it's neat. It, yeah. it brings back memories and the people that are listening to this show probably would know what an Impact Sprinkler is. It's just funny. Yeah. All right, if you want to give us a call, <laughs> the phone number our phone number again is 888-344-1170. You're listening to the KCBQ AM and FM and K Praise AM and FM. We'll be back right after this.
3: Got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me, I didn't look the same.
1: And we are back with more garden talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and K Praise. Um, When we listen to that song that we all really enjoy here with Ricky Nelson and Garden Party, what kind of garden is he talking about?
2: Madison
1: Square. Yeah, do they have many plants there?
2: That I'm aware of. I mean, I remember seeing it as a kid. Sh-
1: and Mark's yeah, just shaking his no. head, I don't care. Yeah. No. yeah.
3: Well, I care. I- no, no, actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right.
1: I knew it. it, it well, you know, go ahead. How you long know. did it take you to know that Madison Square Garden was round or that, was, <laughs> that it wasn't a square?
2: Wasn't, I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I didn't realize things. until adult onset that Madison Square Garden was a place in Madison Square. I always figured it must have been a square arena or something, yeah. like a block, which it kind That's of is. That's something I've never even thought about. Well, you didn't think about the impact sprinklers either, did you? Nope.
2: We're not yeah. thinking men, Mark. We're just, we just yeah. go through life. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my I, gosh. So, so Christmas, Christmas was yesterday. And did you guys get any you know gardening Christmas gifts of any sort? When I did you give not. Give them out?
3: But that's okay. Did you get
2: any Christmas things that are?
1: I, I didn't. Are you trying to bring me down here? I was in a good mood. I was happy. Well, I you know, I mean, we we talked.
2: I did. I got some really well, good. Apparently, bar- he I did. I, that's why. To, I want to brag. I got some I really know. good Christmas um, oh, books wait, on wait. gardening. Yeah, okay. tell us about it, George. Which books? Well, one worry. on one on a permaculture book that is not a, as technical as the one I I've had in the past that I had purchased from from our nursery. It, it was very technical. This one's a little bit more uh, dumbed down for yeah, people like yeah. me. And maybe you, um, dumbed down a little bit. Definitely, Uh, definitely, definitely. definitely, Well, you
1: know what? Just like when I was growing up, maybe we could read it. You could read it to me or something, or I I could read it to you. I could show you
2: the pictures and and highlight the key points to you at some point. Uh, Anyway, I I got a couple really good garden books uh, that I'm anxious to uh, put into play and and utilize. I like the idea of doing a a more permaculture thing in the yard, less water.
1: Our former coworker. Ilya. She did. She taught a she class was on a yeah. she, she was a permaculture person. She was doing permaculture somewhere in Poway or the surrounds. Yeah. yeah. I think and she, you know what she did with that degree? She moved to Costa
2: Rica. She moved to Costa Rica
1: <laughs> and just plays on the beach with yeah. her husband now.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a, a work romance success story. It at was. At least so far. Yeah. So far. I, I envy that they have just been able to take off and leave and leave all of whatever this is behind. It's kind of neat, but yeah. it's also a kind beach of, in Costa Rica. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. With their dog and their surfboards. Sounds um, like a dream. I have a lot of really neat gardening books. I should share some with you.
2: I, I, I'd love, I mean, my, uh, most of the books on my bookshelves, if they're not, you know, naval history or, you know, uh, biographies of some Naval
1: sort, oranges, you go back I to go naval. I go back to naval oranges in yes.
2: Valencia. Now, I, I have a, I'd say a preponderance of the books in my on my bookshelf are garden books of some sort.
1: Well, see, I have the same problem with gardening books as I do with gardening, gardening accessories, like fertilizers and pesticides. They're there. They're there,
2: but you don't use. It. Well, you know what's what's good about those kind of books, at least for me, is I, as I've gotten older, I don't. I love to read. I love history and I love historical fiction, but I found that I don't like sitting and reading as much as I used to. But garden books you can open anywhere. You don't have to follow any kind of plot. You don't have to remember characters and go back and remember who that person. You just open it up and you can read something about a particular plant or insect or.
1: See, I usually choose well. On the rare occasions when I want to read, I do it as I'm going to bed, and then I fall asleep. Right. Yeah. That's and what. Uh, I do. That's it. Oh gosh, that page was great. <laughs> Only 900 more to go. And then
2: I, you start again on that page because you fell I asleep. I forgot. I don't, don't know remember. what
1: I was reading. Right. Absolutely yeah. correct. And that's
2: where the garden books are handy because if you were to fall asleep, you don't you don't have to go back and you know remember who that character was or what they what their role was well, in the story. What if I forget
1: that it was a carrot and not a beet or that it was a, well, then you have a problem. cauliflower <laughs> and not a persimmon or something? Then what do I do?
2: And you have a problem. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you, well,
3: Usually most of those books, when you have... Individual vegetables. It's only two or three pages, so you don't have to go back too far. Well,
1: as long as they have lots of pictures. Yes, I like. Yeah, and
2: most of them do. They have great photography and/or drawings.
1: I uh, I went and replanted my mom's potatoes for her last weekend because <laughs> she planted well. I was trying to explain to her about the potatoes, and you start at the bottom and then fill in. But she goes, "No, the book says you only plant them three inches deep. That is correct. But you plant them at the bottom of the pot and only put three inches of soil. And then as they grow, you fill it." Well, that didn't that didn't convey over the phone. And so I went out and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And so I dug them up, and she had planted them with the roots down. These sprouting potatoes in her garden or in her cupboard, she planted with the roots down. Do they have roots usually in the cupboard? What were those white things that she planted I mean, down? What
2: were going to be stems? They were the stems. <laughs> they
1: were the sprouts. Yeah, yeah. so it was yeah. a good thing I went yeah. and replanted well, they would them.
2: Have, they would have worked their yeah, way they out. They would yeah.
1: have. Uh, they, maybe. Okay. Right. Maybe. But anyway. <laughs> here I come to save the day. Hopefully she'll get some potatoes.
2: The, the, uh, the, those that, she that, will. When we purchased ours not too long ago and shared.
1: Mine are still sitting in a bag in the house. Mine are.
2: Gosh, ours are Take it three, four inches tall, thriving.
1: I did acquire the three hay bales that I'm going to use to make my straw bale potato, potato farm. Containers. Yeah, And I know where I'm going to put it. And I think, because I don't want to move the straw bales after the rain hits them, I think I'm going to do this on Sunday. Well,
2: you have three. Is it a triangle bed?
1: Well, it's kind of butting up against a little bit of a slope. Okay. So I'm going to just put it Got three-sided it. and have it open okay. on the back side on the uphill side. And you also way, have a
2: nice have. worm farm when you're done.
1: I will have a nice worm farm, and it's in the sunny, exposed part of the yard. Good, and good. Um, We have these conversations with people that say everything's the same, it's all in the sun. But there's a, a pine tree probably 50 feet away from my garden. It's maybe like the Monterey? Maybe further, yeah. But it casts a pretty big shadow in the winter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's areas... So it, yeah, it's not the same. That it, it's not the same. Right. Um, what's going on in your with your veggies right now? Anything that's... Uh, what do I you just, have growing? I just have garlic and it 's doing well, you well know, I have the best, thank you for asking. <laughs> let me tell you about my books that wait, I but, got but, for but, Christmas. <laughs> oh, wait a minute before um, you
2: go, let me finish my
1: story. go ahead my onions thriving thriving, yeah, so too. i th- i don 't know if you guys recall if you listen to the guys on the radio when he, they speak i don 't so you have to remind me of what we said, but the onions remember I told you I bought three six packs and I let them dry, and I separated That's right. them out. I planted those, and then about a month later, I planted the starts that we got. The short day. And so, yeah. so I have two two distinct crops, and the first ones with the bigger bulbs, um, the short days as well, but from the six-packs are gorgeous, and they're a month older. They're bigger, they look better, and the other bunch right next to them looks great, and so does my garlic, and so does my my pepper right in the middle of that. I have one pepper that I planted the garlic around that's still, still thriving.
2: Yeah, we just pulled three or four peppers out, but they're thriving. The rest of them are, I mean, I only took them out for space. I needed room, Um, but they're flowering and they're still producing like crazy. Yeah,
1: I would need room if I planted all the things I had to plant, but since I haven't planted them, I have plenty of room still. Um, Well, the
2: broccoli,
1: uh, let's see, broccoli, cabbage,
2: and all the other, well, kale's thriving. Uh, Remember we talked about peas a while back and I said none of mine came up? Yes. They all started coming up. It took an additional... I don't know 14 weeks. days.
1: I, yeah, I went when I fixed potatoes I was replanting peas because the peas you planted me never came up. I'm sure that's not exactly how she said it, but that's exactly how, how I heard, heard it. you heard it, yeah. So I planted some more peas, and as I was digging through, I found the old peas that were beginning to sprout in there.
2: And yeah. they took a lot longer this time than they have in the past. It's
1: funny how impatient the person who taught me patience is a virtue can be. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, I was talking about not listening to Yes when we talk on the radio. You were reminding me of something that was happening to broccoli last year that I, you know, Ignored the first time you told me. Do you remember That's what that common.
2: was? Oh, when we were talking about uh, rodents, perhaps rodents. in addition to to insect damage, rats uh, and mice getting into the brassicas, particularly uh, broccoli and kale. <laughs> and, and and we had this discussion on on the air a while back, and, and of course neither none, none of us listened. But uh, I had video evidence. I was my broccoli was getting getting eaten, and I eaten, and I was thinking it was. I had to change the word. Eaten. I, I, I well, you know, the I'm garden old. of eaten. My my broccoli was being eaten by something, and I thought it was rabbits because of the way the leaves were being devoured. It was it was something larger than a a, a caterpillar, you know, a larva of some sort. So I set up the trail camera with the expectations that I would see uh, rabbits. Rabbits, and right. And it was rats. They were climbing up into the broccoli, sitting on the, the florets. They were sitting on the top of the broccoli. Just, and and just eating no, the leaves back, mowing them down. And the same thing occurred with the kale. I thought it was rabbits and it was rats. And you may remember the video I shared it. There were like eight rats that went into the where the kale was, and they were climbing all over the kale. And now, I was totally surprised.
1: Now that you remind me, I remember it. But yeah. at the time, the only one I really remember that I paid attention to was the coyotes eating your loquats. Uh, that's the only one I
2: That really one's still remember. on our Facebook page if you go to videos. Maybe that's why.
1: Maybe yeah. I've been able to revisit it. Yeah.
2: But it, it, So— I guess the point to that is I I had a customer on uh, Wednesday or Thursday that came in, and she she had built a fortress around her her vegetable garden, you know, fencing and and bird netting over the top, and she was still losing some of her broccoli and and other plants. And I suggested that she look at, you know, whether or not the rodents were able to get in. Mice could get in through the bird netting pretty easily. They can get into pretty small. Yeah. So she's going to. I, her daughter was with her, and I jokingly said, "Did you already get all your presents? Because you might want to buy mom a trail camera." <laughs> and so I think they're getting a trail camera for
1: Christmas. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: They make a they, they're they're great in helping to identify what you're battling.
1: Well, my peas are up and and growing well. No flowers or no fruit yet, but um, across the way, I went and visited my neighbors yesterday, and they're they harvested their first peas. And do you know where their pea seeds came from?
2: San Diego Seed Company.
1: No. From Walter Anderson
3: Nursery.
2: Walter Anderson Nursery. Well, so do San Diego Seed Companies. In yeah, Anderson
3: they came from
1: me. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: I, I figured you were going there.
1: I know. And that's why <laughs> you avoided that's it. That's
2: why I went the other way.
1: Give me a little glory. But they had their peas. Their, their carrots are growing well. Their lettuce has taken a long time to come up, but it's doing well.
2: Our lettuce is doing really well. We have seven or eight different types of greens growing in the garden, so it's it's nice.
1: And And I take comfort from the fact that because I'm such a professional... The onions that I planted from the bunch are so much nicer looking than the onions I gave to them from the same bunches. Mine are way better.
2: And what do you attribute that to? Your skill? My
1: superior knowledge and skill.
3: (laughs) Lack of, uh, well, you don't really need to do much for the onions, do you? Well, you
1: have to water them. Well, yes. And, And I read up on it a little bit, and you have to feed them. I figured actually that onions were fairly drought tolerant and could be left alone, which is why I... Haven't really grown very nice onions in the past. I've grown little. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you
2: also may have been purchasing long day onions too, and you wouldn't get the big bulbs as well.
1: But this year, I've paid attention and I actually fed them, and I'm going to throw some more fertilizer on my onions prior to the upcoming rain. Yeah, gentlemen. the vegetable
2: garden I've been feeding once a month, uh, and I'm going to do it tomorrow just because it's going to rain. So the vegetable garden will get fed tomorrow.
1: That's what they say, yeah. and I, I'm I'm believing. We'll
2: water it in anyway if it doesn't.
1: All right. So what What did... It- well, I think just, yeah, I think that's what we should do right now. If you want to participate and give us a hand here, because uh, George, Mark, and I can only have so many words in our in our arsenal, and I think we've used <laughs> most of them. Give us a call at 888-344-1170. You are listening to KCBQ and K Praise. We're going to take one more break, and we'll be back after this.
0: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. And we
1: are back. No, that was not an error did the intro again so that for those of you who do not know what impact sprinklers sound like, you still may not know. (laughs) 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 But But it was there. It was the... You do that that really well. Pretty close? Yeah. Are you good at spinning water through your teeth when you're in the pool?
2: (laughs) Not that I recall.
1: Okay, because that sound... Anyway, you did that really, really well. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahadey and George Allman. Ken is sleeping in today, and we were joking earlier about... People not knowing what impact sprinklers sound like. So we wanted you all to hear what they sounded like. And Mark, wake up. To share yes. in, our, in our That, that Mark our was pretty excited he got to hear that again. Yeah. Did you find the leak in the bottom of your bottle? I just drank it real okay, fast. Good, so it's good. not so leaking it anymore.
2: Before we went into the break, you were saying that you you read up or you learned or you studied about onions and you've been they're oh, doing I much better. I told you I don't listen to what we say, so <laughs> well, I forgot we talk that about already. it all the time. But my, my question is, what... What do you feed your onions? Or anything that you have, or do you have a particular?
1: Well, anything that I have is usually the proper, not usually. That's the right answer. Right. And I did throw out the three twelve twelve. No, I'm going to no because okay. they want nitrogen. They need they nitrogen want high at nitrogen, the beginning. Yeah. Three twelve twelve is low in nitrogen, which. But it's s- a good.
2: It's a bulb, so starting yeah. with the phosphorus when you first plant it is right. a good
1: idea. Is it a bulb? Yes, because I'm guessing because of the nitrogen, it's all kind of green and leaf, and those are just the bulbs are the covered leaves. The the layers are not. I don't know, because we'll do I would research. have guessed the yep. three twelve twelve the flower and bloom from Grow Power would be the perfect thing, but not according to the growers.
2: Right, they do need nitrogen,
1: and I had a broken bag of a higher nitrogen fertilizer, not one of my Grow Powers or nor organic fertilizers, so. I threw some of that over it, and I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go high nitrogen. I'm yeah, going this, to go, I think it was season. triple 16.
2: Triple 16, okay.
1: Are you, are you guys okay with that?
3: I am. I'm fine with it.
1: Because?
2: Yeah, I mean... It's... Because plants don't read, plants don't No, because Mark care. doesn't care. Oh. Well... I mean,
1: that's where I say. I mean, in a okay. nice but, way. I know, mean, I know that, the, you're but, right. But you know, the
2: triple sixteen. I mean, isn't it, we we talk about um, building up salts in the soil and all that, and, and so that's a... That's more of a chemical. Yeah, I want to build you know, up salt okay, in the soil. Okay, if you want to do that. Because
1: then I don't have to put as much of it on my food afterwards, oh. and then I don't have to listen to mom tell me I don't need that much salt on it.
2: So you put too much sodium on your food? I, so
1: I put it in the soil so, to see if So are
2: you one of those people that cook with salt and then have it on the table no. ready to pour on top when you're no, done? No, actually, oh, okay.
1: I don't. And, and okay. the reason so I There are people don't, like that in the world. Uh, there are a lot of people like that, and I know some people that actually put salt on their food before tasting it, which was verboten in my house That's sacrilegious. I can't believe someone would do that. But my my mom is still in the back of my head, so I do limit salt as much as I love salt, and I don't have a blood pressure problem, but I limit it because of that, which I guess is a good thing, right? Yeah. Yes,
3: it's not bad at all.
2: I I think you should always taste the food first before putting the sodium on it. Okay. All right. Back to...
1: What, what, back to what? Fertil, oh, the fertilizer. yeah. So I read the pamphlet. The right. onions come with pamphlets, and I read it. And they recommend a high nitrogen fertilizer be incorporated into the soil prior to planting. And so since I didn't do that, because I didn't read it until after the work was done, sometimes I have been accused of putting the cart ahead of the horse. More than Wait. once. Okay, all the time. <laughs> Just, ugh. and uh, it says high nitrogen, plenty of water. And so I've done that this year, and my onions look better than they ever have. However, rumor has it, Mr. Mahady, What's may that? I call you, Mark? Please. That you've done a good job without reading the directions. Is that true?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just planting them and uh, letting them go. I mean, yeah, obviously you water them. I, and like you said, George, I think the
1: soil was...
2: Probably quality soil. It I was. mean, if, if I you're mean not I putting use, any kind I of fertilizer on
1: it. I use sunshine. not right. fresh. Well, And that, that soil has slow-release fertilizers in it, right. which Correct. is why... The roses perform so well.
2: Ours have done really well. Mine might have done really well over the years, and and I feed them with whatever I have available at the time, much like you. I always start with something with a higher phosphorus when I first plant, and then I feed nitrogen the rest of the time.
1: It made me think, which I don't like to do, as you all know. um, It made me think about onions being leaves more than anything else, and that's why the high nitrogen. But I didn't read up to follow up and see if that's actually – has any basis in fact or, or not, but <laughs> the level layers of the onion.
2: Layers like ogres.
1: Like ogres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about garlic? Same thing, because well, I didn't read up about garlic.
2: Well, I, I've always treated it the same way, something that I'll do a little studying on, but I've always, anything with a bulb on the bottom, I've always, I shouldn't say always, often, always is the other end. I often put... um something with a higher phosphorus when I first plant and then I start using uh, higher nitrogen later on.
1: Do you know I don't ever complain when you say I am sophomoric? I (laughs) know. Because I am sophomore, Totally sophomore. So roses are here. They're in. I'm going to change the subject because I am sophomoric. We did get confirmation that the true bare root fruit trees are due uh, in the middle of the week, um, Tuesday, Wednesday at both stores. They will be arriving. It's going to take a Uh, probably a day or two to get them processed and put out because there will be hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of trees coming in. Um,
2: If you follow us on Facebook, that will be announced as soon as they start getting put out. So if you you don't, please join us on Facebook.
1: And if somebody wants to find out what varieties of fruit trees we have, where would they do that?
2: That is on our website. If you go to our website, you can see what we expect.
1: What is our website?
2: Uh, WaltAnderson.com. S-E-N.
1: S-E-N. Thank you very much very much. And then uh also in next well 2 weeks um the first week of January we should start getting the spring bulbs in. That should all be arriving with the next crop of seed potatoes because we sold okay. out of the, the the fall potatoes very quickly yeah and so we should be getting gladiol. i mean the gladiolas, the gladiolas. And, okay dali dahlias. yes i think the begonias, begonias usually show up a little later, little later 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 in, yes. in the month and where we got to throw back to the roses for a minute where will they find the varieties of david austin's that we got in because they did not show up on our original list but you well, right
2: now it's on facebook
1: it's on facebook it's under on
2: our walter anderson page
1: Okay, Walter Anderson Nursery or the radio page? The nursery. Walter nursery. Anderson Nursery's page will show you the varieties of David Austin. there's 12 of them, right, you said? 12, right. And our website has the rest of the roses list on it. With pictures. With pictures, pictures and descriptions. Right. And the fruit trees. Right. And the fruit trees, while we did a good job of procuring them, are going to go pretty good. Uh, if... This year is anything like most of last year with the, the fruit trees. If there is a particular variety of tree that you want, a fruit tree, and you know that you want it, either come right in or get onto the list so that we set one aside for you. Yeah. Because there will be limitations on some of the varieties, and there's no there's nothing available to reorder. Once they're gone, they're gone. They're gone. Um, so... Now you were saying... Keep that in mind.
2: This is my f- favorite time of the year in, in the nursery is bare root fruit tree season. I love it.
1: I love it, too. It's great. Unfortunately, I still have a quite a few yeah, root trees at home. Yeah, in their pots that I haven't planted. <laughs> no, no, they're not bare root. They okay. were the potted ones, but we didn't have any potted ones from this year, so they've been sitting there for last two years. Year. Or, I need to get them in the ground. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, is it? Nope. The grand Well, idea. you have been listening to Garden Talk here on kcbq and k praise i am david ross along with mark mahady and george allman this for the i guess this is the last garden talk of 2020 2020, thank goodness and next year next week tune back in for one for for the first garden talk of 2021 a brand new and fresh year have a good weekend and merry christmas everybody
0: there's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on garden talk by walter anderson nursery